Okay, so we are in the middle of Chapter 12. And in Chapter 12, we're discussing the struggles of the Benoni, of the person striving to have complete control in thought, in speech, and in action, but who's constantly being tempted, who's constantly tested, and of all the various strategies and tools he has at his disposal to overcome the temptation, to overcome the pull from within. We discussed the idea of the mind controlling the heart. We discussed light dispelling darkness. We discussed the power of God within the inner dimension of his soul, within the highest level of the soul. And the inner dimension is literally energy of God himself and accessing that energy to overcome the evil. So he has many tools at his disposal and all of them, when he uses them appropriately, enable him to win again and again and again in this constant struggle. But even when he is completely victorious, he is a Benoni. He does not sin at all, not even in his thoughts. But he's still not a Sunday. He's not considered that absolutely righteous person because what he's doing now is dispelling the evil, but only in its external manifestation, in the manifestation of action, speech, and even thought is an external manifestation of the force of evil. But in the essence of evil, the essence of evil and the essence of his animal soul wasn't shifted at all. As for example, he spoke, one of the first tools, prayer. That when the Benoni prays, he pulls an enormous energy of God from his enormous love of God that completely crushes the forces of evil. But it only lasts as long as he prays. When he finishes prayer, that love is gone and that control over the evil inside of him is gone. So what does he feel the rest of the day? He's loving God, but he's loving God on a much quieter level. Not this level of an intellectually created love, but the level of the natural love that every one of us has inside our soul, that we all naturally love God. And that is a power, and that does control the force of evil. But it doesn't conquer it. It doesn't negate it. It controls it. And that's why. He could at any moment have any desire, desire to indulge in the permissible and even desire the absolute forbidden. We're looking at a person who never sins on any level, but he could desire the most disgusting things, so to speak, as if he didn't have this relationship to God because the evil is not being channeled and transformed. He is conquering it. So when he is, for example, thinking of something completely forbidden, he wouldn't actually think to do the act. I mean, he's so far removed. He's not even sitting in his thoughts. So it's not coming a desire to do this act. But just thinking about the forbidden already is forbidden, already damaging his thoughts, and already would be distracting him from his pure service of God as it says in the Talmud, that there are three transgressions that no man is saved from daily. And one of them is thinking something wrong. Now, this man is, so to speak, saved from that daily because he doesn't transgress in his thoughts. Because whenever a thought comes in, he pushes it away immediately 
And God only holds you accountable to what you're capable of doing. So as soon as it becomes a conscious thought, he removes it. And therefore, he never sins in his thoughts. But the temptation to do so is always there.